Welcome to The Ugly Truth. Two brothers, one mission. To create a society of like-minded young individuals on a journey of self-improvement. If you want to take the next step to become the best version of yourself, you're in the right place. Our promise to you is that by the end of this podcast, The Ugly Truths, whether you like it or not, will make you a better person than yesterday. Before we start this episode, if you want individualized life coaching or a training program, check out our website at Lambros Fit in the description. Ladies and gentlemen, time to dial in. If you want to optimize your muscle growth, this is a must-watch video because we are going to break it down for you on exactly what overload is and the five key pillars to overloading in a training program. Progressive overload. You're probably sitting behind the camera now thinking, Steph, I know exactly what you're talking about. You're talking about increasing the weight by five to 10% every one to two weeks. Now we've all heard that principle numerous times throughout our life at primary school, high school, on social media, online, wherever it was. However, overload is a multi-dimensional training principle. Locke, what is progressive overload? Put simply, progressive overload is when there is more stress put through the muscle over time and that muscle adapts by growing bigger and stronger so you can actually push more weight in the future. Our bodies want to remain in a state of homeostasis, so if we keep increasing the weight or the load, and all of these principles that we're about to talk about, over time, as an adaptation, our muscles will actually grow more. And as you were saying before, Steph, overload is not actually as easy as implementing a 5 to 10% increase in load every single week. Do you want to talk a little bit about what you mean here? If it was that easy to just increase the weight, we would be the biggest and strongest humans of every generation. The accessibility we have to nutrition and a gym is better than any other generation in the past. So if it was as simple as just increasing the weight consistently throughout a training program, we would be the greatest humans of all time. I think what you're saying here, Steph, is that we can alter our training to enhance our rate of progression, but ultimately how fast we progress and how fast our muscles grow is ultimately determined by genetics. So now let's get into the five ways in which we can actually implement overload. And the first three ways, every person knows this. I'm sure you know this right now. Steph, do you want to just list off these first three ways? The first three ways are increasing the weight, reps, and sets in your training program. By increasing these three factors in your training, you're going to be stressing your muscles more because there is more volume and more stress going through the muscles. So they're obviously going to work in the long run. However, two principles that not many people know when referring to overload that are extremely important is rest periods being the first one. By decreasing the amount of time that you rest after a set, this can actually act as a form of overload because your muscles have less time to recover for your subsequent sets. I'm just going to use your cardiorespiratory system as an example. If we say we have a four-minute rest after a compound movement such as a deadlift, our cardiorespiratory system will actually recover and the subsequent set will be limited by muscular fatigue as opposed to other factors. So if we actually decrease the rest period, other factors such as our cardiorespiratory fatigue can come into play and therefore actually moving the weight and the stimulus put through our muscles can be greater. 
means a greater hypertrophic response in the future. What is the final way you can actually implement overload? The final pillar to implement overload in your training program, which is gonna be a unique one to you all, I'm sure, it's actually technique. And I feel like Locke and I can relate to this most because two years ago, we were lifting a similar, if not even more weight compared to what we're lifting now. However, our muscle gains in the gym are the best they've ever been, purely off the back of our technique improving. Around 18 months to two years ago, we both threw our egos out the door and decided to focus more on a mind-muscle connection and actually focus on getting a full range of motion and a better contraction. Locke, speak to us a little bit more now how this technique principle can improve muscle growth. Everyone is anatomically different. Some people have short torsos, longer limbs, and vice versa. It all really depends on the individual. As an individual, your muscles can't detect how much weight you're lifting. They only know how much stress is being put through them. Steer away from textbook technique. According to your anatomy, go through a full range of motion. You can actually get a greater amount of stimulus and therefore adaptation in that muscle. This means that over time, you can actually overload by going through a greater range of motion and having stricter form. So it is a little bit hard to grasp at first because sometimes increasing the weight doesn't necessarily mean that more load is going to be put through a muscle if the form is poor. To summarize what Locke's saying, if you increase the weight, a lot of time your form actually goes out the door because you're focusing too much on just increasing the weight. Say you're going under the bench press and trying to hit 100 kilos, but you're not getting that activation within your muscle. Therefore, the load isn't being optimized. So you're better off focusing on technique or rest periods. Thanks for that, Steph. You've discussed the five ways in which we can overload, but how does this actually apply to a training program? Now, let's just use an eight-week training program, for example. You need to understand that lifting performance should prescribe progressive overload. This means that throughout the eight weeks, the amount of weight that you lift and also the amount of sets that you do should be relatively constant. If you train to one or two reps in reserve, meaning you pretty much train to fatigue every set, the only factor that should actually change is the amount of reps that you hit. And the amount of reps that you hit will be dictated by your muscle adaptations over time. Following this eight week program, in the next eight weeks, this is now when you can actually implement the increases in load, increases in sets, and adjust other training principles such as rest periods and form such as going through full range of motion. Overall, progressive overload is a multi-dimensional training principle. If you want to optimize your muscle growth, I recommend implementing it in your training regime. Now remember, there are 7.8 billion people in this world, but there's only one of you. Be the main character, live every day like it's your last, chase your goals, and dial in. Overall, progressive overload is a multi-dimensional training principle that if you... <laughs> Stop laughing, bro. <laughs> Sorry.